for the listeners, Mickey likes to take the jacket on, the jackets off her uh, chicken. Yeah, I prefer to call them coats. Oh, coats. Yeah, chicken with take oh, take your coats off. I made off. that up. I made <laughs> jackets up. Oh, did you? Yeah. I don't know who, where I was, <laughs> but I was talking to someone about I'm like, yeah, I just like to take their coats off. Yeah. And they're like, fair enough. <laughs> but these are good chunky chicken bites. They hey. are good. They are good. Yeah. Not inexpensive though. I think it's twenty four dollars for them. Do you see their paddles are thirty bucks? Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. This is a we are in North Shore. Browns Bay. Browns Bay, not Hawaii, North Shore. Mm. Good spot though. Yeah, nice spot. Don't mean to complain. I think no, no. And in fact we are paying for the for all of it, aren't we? Yep. Yeah, yeah, the spot, the mm. company. So podcast got its first um feedback. Oh, amazing. So I think that means we've made it. So uh, I actually forgot to mention it. We forgot to mention it last week. Thanks to Ray, Ray Boardman for um, letting us know that he listens to the podcast and gave us some um, very nice, kind words Thanks, about Ray. our podcast. Congratulations. And he thanked us. I'd like to thank Ray. Um, I didn't realize that because I think he was in, you were in the army, weren't you, Ray? But now you are a police. Yes. So I'd like to thank Ray for being in policeman, one of the hardest jobs uh, around. Well, I'm actually not surprised that Ray's a policeman because when I knew Ray back at uni, he would run aqua jog classes up at Wainapool. Ah, uh, right. So we would, as a, because he's a coach as well, or was a tri coach, and uh, he would have us in the pool aqua jogging. So you've got to be made of some yep. sort of steel. Yeah, but I'm trying to make the link from aqua jogging to police force. Well, it's bloody hard to, to aqua jog. Oh, okay. And, and it's also hard to be in the police force. Yeah, and it's hard to be in the police force. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Oh. So, um, Browns Bay. Yeah. Um, had a few issues, technical issues again. <laughs> As in, someone forgot to charge the uh, <laughs> microphones. That'll be me. So the only issue is that is that now I'm onto my third beer, <laughs> and, and probably I'd say the op, the optimal the optimal number of beers for podcasting is one. <laughs> so we're up to three. But anyway. that's all right. I will help you um, have some yep. sips of that beer as well. Okay. So I'd like to take this opportunity to call for more feedback. Yes, please. Uh, for uh, curiosity and ego purposes. Yep. Just to see who might be listening and who enjoys it. Yeah, I, I did this with my email list, actually in my ask, my last. I'm still waiting for your for your reply, actually. Um, but you might have, you probably have to open the emails. This is but true. I seem to read them. <laughs> that is true. I, and I do actually. I don't always ignore your emails. Oh, right. Actually, yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. yeah. Um, and and it's okay. You can send in constructive criticism as well. Yep. Whether or not we choose to do it. The way that you, I mean, we just I mean, want to know what you think. We, we won't make any pro- changes. Probably won't. Based on your feedback. So Just interested. Positive feedback only, five-star reviews only, please. Mm. But uh, yes, send, send an email to on the line at trainingtilt.com. Perfect. Um, if, uh, just to let us know that you listen. Yeah, that'll be you great. Don't, you don't need to send any feedback if you don't yeah. want to, but we're, uh, we are open to positive feedback. Yeah, only. Only, yes. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> what else has been happening? So I'll tell you, I'll let me tell you, even though this is yep. not a running podcast, but we like to talk about our training and, and whatnot on it, because it is part of us as people. Yes. Uh, 
I completed my second attempt at two minutes on, three minutes off run warping. Yes. And all is good. My tib ant, so the muscle that is on the front of my leg that's going from my ankle to my knee, that sore because it's just a bit tight actually. So I need to do a bit of physical therapy work on that. Yep. But things are going well. My injury is not sore. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. the main thing because... I've had heaps of injuries before, not so many of that re recently, but you always get these little funny, weird things that happen when yeah. you haven't had the, um, your muscles around the injury haven't had to do anything for ages. So they, they, they're like, what? Exactly. They're screaming and what's going on? What's going on here? Yeah. So I was really happy with that. That's um, good. And yeah, that's probably the only significant update. Yeah. So what I was saying, I asked for feedback from my email. So I've had a bunch of people saying, yes, I read your blogs. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, so thanks for applying. Well, if you also listen to this podcast. You're a bloody legend. Yeah. Um, which is nice. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you just send this stuff out into the world and you're like, oh, oh is anyone, is anyone listening? Does people hate this? Do they yeah. like it? Do they, are they not bothered? So yeah, it was nice. And then I got a, in a conversation with um, Larissa about Tonkinese cats. So you never know what will happen when you get in, get into these conversations. <laughs> That's so nice. She has Tonkinese cats. We have Tonkinese cats. Immediately we're like, best mates. Best buddies, of course. Yeah, then yeah. you understand what it's like to have a Tonkinese cat, um, which most of our listeners won't understand. But if you ever get a cat, get a Tonkinese. Um, <laughs> So that's awesome. Uh, Rob and I are off to New Plymouth on Friday. Awesome. ITU World Cup race. How long are you there? Uh, Friday till Sunday, probably. Yeah. We'll shoot off early to beat this. Mark Madness. Shocking Auckland traffic that we're having at the moment. I mean, don't go outside in car. Yeah. You can avoid it. Mm. Can't tell. I don't know whether they have any traffic out here at Browns Bay. Well, there was school traffic as I made my way in. Oh, uh, yeah. And that'll be cleared by the time we can leave. Mm. 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 It's only early. Yeah. Well, Barry's due to be here in a car in an hour and a half. So. According to that sign. Yeah. <laughs> Barry's reserved the table next to us. So I mean, he didn't let us know that he's coming here. He showed up last time. No, it'll be nice to see him. Um, so, sorry, I'm just going through my list here. No, my I list, like it. I like it. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm in fact off to Queenstown on Monday. Oh, exciting. Yeah, to do a bit of hiking. I was going to say, on a Monday, must be a work thing. Yeah. Strangely, it's Monday not. I know. Which is really unusual for me, Cam. I've never made social plans and cancelled appointments specifically just to do that. And of course, there'll be work involved. I've got a little mm. Airbnb and I'll be able to still, I've got my group call and I've got like our work projects that we're working on. So it's not like I'm, I'll be doing nothing, actually. But I won't be tied to my computer doing client work for the day. So that'll be nice. Oh, nice. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's always so nice to be down there, eh? Yeah. Particularly this of time of year, actually. So, had my business call this morning. Yeah. 5 a.m. early one. Mm hmm I've sort of been thinking, oh, so I've mentioned before that I've been on the program like, I'm like an adult student on the program now that hasn't. Managed to 
pass. Fly off and into the world and be successful yet. We call right. you the Matt Stew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was sort of thinking maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should, I should like try and do something else and leave this yeah. group. Just because some of the calls are getting a bit repetitive with the same advice because new people are coming in and yeah, they're like, you know, they've got new businesses. So it's like, oh, yep. Yeah whole bunch of new stuff but then I was like but then this morning's call there's still heaps of advice there that's relevant for me and also as a reminder and stuff so I think I'm going to stay there for a little bit I mean it's reasonably expensive if you just carry it on with the same thing because there's not a lot of new how much is that it's 500 US a month so given there's no there's no one-on-one yeah stuff yeah it's all group stuff it's basically all access to content yeah plus group yeah. Cool. So, I mean, it's reasonably expensive. It depends on how much you use the stuff that you've got available, eh? Yeah. And then, but then how much, and. And what value you get out of it. Yeah. Because it's designed as a one-year program too. Yeah. So you're supposed to like cycle your way through it and then graduate to the next one. Yeah. Which I'm definitely not ready for because okay. I think that's two and a half grand a month. Okay. Which is that's not affordable. Not a, not really affordable. No. So, which is why they 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 have a like a revenue number that they suggest that you get to this and then you do it because then yes. it is affordable. But yeah. it all makes sense. Like, yeah. If they can get you to that revenue, then you go on to the next. Yeah. But but anyway, so it was still good. Well, it's interesting you say that, Cam, because it's not necessarily like, and it's the same with any sort of coaching, right? You reach this point where you can continue on with the people you're with. Yeah. Or you don't necessarily level up in terms of go to the next tier in terms of revenue, but you might jump over to get different advice that might mm. be where you're at. Like you just never know what other perspectives that other coaches of the same level could give you. Yeah, yeah. And we'd, uh, there's a new coach there as well. Okay. So Matt Verlack, I think his name is. Mm. And he... um. He had an app very similar to mine, except in the general health and fitness, like strength and fitness industry. So in like a combination of e-commerce and fitness plans and stuff, you know, oh, cool. where coaches could go in and build strength training plans and then sell them and all of that stuff. So that could be quite valuable as in his experiences would be very similar to where I want to end up going, but just totally. with a slightly different slightly different niche yeah nice so and he's cool and he's probably he's not quite as good as the head coach Dan Martell yeah but he's got more experience than the, the other coaches that are also there and I think they recognize that that's why they brought him in to sort of bolster the weekly experience which is going well so that's good that's awesome so I'll stay in there for now um so that's check. Check off. off. The list. Yep, brilliant. My red diary. Yeah. I checked that off too as well. So a book I'm reading at the moment, yeah. very good. Yeah. And this another danger of procrastination is this. I've been hearing about this book for quite a few years now. Mm. Like, yeah, that's probably quite a good book to read. And I'm like, oh, I probably know all of this stuff in this book actually. But it's sort of, it's called Traction. There's two traction books in the entrepreneurial world. You're probably thinking of yeah. the other one. The one that I, yeah. 
Yeah. So I think they're both good books, but the other one is about the entrepreneurial operating system, EOS. Yeah. So that's much a much more complex book and it's probably better for businesses scaling a little bit more. Yeah. Where you have a team and employees and you okay. get to the meeting. So but what's the, is the traction book that you've got different? Yes. So the traction book I'm talking about is the one that we talked about sort of the concepts of before where you have like a integrator and a, what's the other one? Virtual assistant, technician. Yeah, yeah, all of those. Yeah, digital roles. Yeah, um, yeah. content. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't roles. So of course, at the moment, I'm all of those things. Yeah. And you're also my integrator. Yes, there you go. Yeah. So this one is different, same name. So I don't know if you know the um, search engine called DuckDuckGo. I've heard of it. So yeah. It's like a privacy based search engines so they don't track you when you do searches and stuff so yeah they didn't start out that way but that's how they got a little bit of traction because mm. they chose that that is like a there's a handle that people can yeah. grab onto it's like yeah i'm into not being tracked yeah when i search for stuff anyway so the founder of that gabriel weinberg i believe his name is wrote this book called traction so Long story short, it's really practical, really actionable stuff. So when you're like in this, in a stage of your business where you're like, I just need to get some customers, mm. try this app or whatever, there's a few different, so instead of calling it marketing, he calls it traction in this early stages. So it outlines like 19 different traction channels and not only outlines the traction channels, but describes how yeah. yeah describes how you might be able to test these traction channels yeah in a really fast sort of way. So I'm halfway through it at the moment, so it's like there's 19 different ways that you can find new customers basically when you're early in your business. So that could be things like creating a podcast, search engine marketing, or search engine optimization, two different channels. So search engine optimization is like pretty much content marketing where you create content and organically hope that you get on Google search rankings for this certain terms. Search engine marketing is when you pay for your your links or whatever to be at the top of the Google search pages or whatever. Um Trying to get featured in other people's blogs, yeah, press releases. So you know all of these types of marketing yeah, things yeah. that you hear. So then, so he's got nineteen that he lists out, and then it gives you advice on based on your type of business which ones you should try and test first. Oh yeah, and then really practical advice on how you test them within a month, and you know within a budget of a thousand dollars. Oh wow! To then just go, okay. So then you just cycle through them, yeah, until you find one that actually. Um, starts to work for you. Yeah. And then you double down on that. Yeah. And then it's got this other process, an iterative process where you go back through again. And as your business grows, a bunch of these traction channels will stop working. Yeah. Well, they won't stop working, but they won't be enough. Yeah. To take your business to the next, to the next level. level. And then it explains what you need to do next. So. Yeah. So um, I wish I had listened to this book a lot earlier because now I'm like, yeah, this makes so much sense. But are you doing now, a so bit of this structure. anyway? I am, yeah. yeah. But not, not probably 
in a structured way and not yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really know, like I'm spending money on trying to get leads through content marketing. And yeah. Stuff, but that's like basically it's saying you should spend, you could spend like a thousand dollars a month for the first month to test it. But I probably haven't been spending that much. And then, he, and then they say, well, it'll be a lot slower. So you won't get, you won't know the result. If you're only spending like 500 a month, then you won't know the results probably for three months. Yeah. Because the way social ads work, particularly, the more money you can throw at it in the beginning, the faster the algorithms learn and can put you in front of the right customers whereas yeah. otherwise it takes us a long time to learn so just some of those counterintuitive things like you know you want to you feel like you should be spreading your budget out longer so it doesn't run out but actually you should use it up quickly yeah and then just turn it off if yeah, it's, yeah if it hasn't worked because otherwise you never really know and that's if you don't it's all that all or nothing really yeah, isn't yeah. It? like you can't go half-assed yeah. on it because then yeah. it just feels like oh it's okay it's yeah, too yeah. Bad. It's yeah. amazing yeah yeah I'll just leave it running for a little bit longer yeah yeah the way but but because they structure is like okay you put a thousand bucks up and you use it in a month and if you haven't returned funny thing about social ads like that is like, it's very rare that you'll re you'll make a profit on it especially in the early stages but it's more about awareness because then other traction channels can stack on top of it yeah so if you use paid social to get your first hundred clients and then those hundred clients will refer to their friends etc so you, you you start with paying for the hundred and then might it cost you twice as much as the money you get out of them yeah but then the referrals start happening yeah and then the next lot of customers are cheaper yeah it's just like as you cycle through your growth and your business everything changes around how much it costs to acquire a customer because the more customers you have, typically the more referrals you get and the less yeah. cost to be a customer, the higher awareness that you have. And again, you don't have to pay for awareness anymore. So yeah. that pays for itself. And then you just need to pay for, to accessing the people. Anyway, so that's that Think Traction book by Gabriel Weinberg. Yeah, awesome. Worth the read. Um, I've got one other thing I wanted to just quickly tell a story that I heard someone else tell in a podcast today. It's cool. Quite interesting. Have you got anything that you want to... Uh... No. Right. Okay. So we're here at the craft beer place in... Where are we? Browns Bay. Browns Bay. <laughs> Is that that third beer coming yeah. into action? <laughs> so I listened to... Uh, the podcast I listened to is called Startups for the Rest of Us. Yeah. Basically a podcast targeted at people who don't have any funding and have a small team or whatever trying to build software products he told a story about sort of this is how business just is the same across whatever industry you're in like it's hard yeah to struggle to begin with or whatever so the story is called the the armageddon beer mm. so it's a story of two guys working in construction and they had this big difficult project that for some reason they needed to get this project that would typically take three years, they needed to get done in, in one year because they'd um, pitched the contract or whatever, they'd got the contract yeah. and, then, and then they had to get it done in, in a year. So there's two guys like the uh, 
think the site manager and the project manager or something that would get together and talk about it. And that basically it's like they had to work double shifts and get everyone on double shifts and do all of this crazy sort of stuff. And they'd both agreed that it's probably going to be their hardest year of their careers. Mm -hmm. And then one of them, so they were in like, you know, those, they had those little porter buildings on like yeah. construction sites and yeah. had a little mini fridge in it. And one guy noticed that this other guy had this beer in the fridge and it didn't, it had the label peel off and it had another label put on it and it had in like marker pen written on it, Armageddon beer. Yeah. Then he said, oh, what's this? Oh, Armageddon beer, do not open. Mm. So he's like, oh, what's this for? And he's like, oh, that's my Armageddon beer. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, so this project is so difficult that I've already had lots of times where I thought it's just not going to be possible that we finish this project. So I put this Armageddon beer in the back of the fridge here. So the day that I realize that um, I'm not going to be able to do it, I'm going to crack this beer open. Oh, yeah, that's right. So the guy said, oh, you're not allowed to drink on the site. And he said, you know, I'm not planning on drinking this beer. Mm. And he said, this beer is here because on the day that I realized that I'm not going to be able to finish this project, I'm going to drink this beer and I'm going to go to head office and hand in my, resi my resignation. Uh -huh. And so during this process, during this one year, they had multiple times where they got together and there was this one massive stuff up that had happened where they had mismeasured the electrical cab cabling for the building. So it's not like if you just mismeasure like one piece of cable or whatever, it's like these bundled yeah. cables that have, they're all together and they're thick and they're, you know, they cost thousands of dollars for the lengths or whatever. And they were all mismeasured. Oh my goodness. So they'd calculated that it was going to be 500,000, like basically half a million dollars that they were going to have to spend to get it redone. And during this time they, and then, so they had a few of these moments and there the site manager who had put the beer in the fridge said, shall we drink the Armageddon beer? And basically saying, shall we drink the Armageddon beer was like a resetter. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you're like panicking and you're thinking, oh, this is, this is the end of it. Yeah. Whatever. It's like, oh no, it's a reset. Yeah. Does this mean we drink the beer, go to head office and resign? Because there's no way we're going to do it. Yeah. And or then, do we find a solution? Yeah. And then it's like, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. We're going to sit down and find a solution. So instead of worrying about everything that's wrong, yeah. you realize, well, I'm not going to go, there's no way that I'm going to drink this beer and then go and resign because yeah. we're, not, we're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's all our only our other alternative is to sit down and figure out how to fix it. Yeah. So basically they did a whole bunch of mathematical calculations and went, okay, we, we can use this cable that was cut too short, but we have this other, this other area where we haven't had the cables done yet. Oh yeah. And it's long enough for that, but it's not long enough for this. So they ended up working out that they didn't waste 500,000. They only wasted like 150,000 because they re- they rejigged all of the yeah. calculations. And that's not even, when you think about it, it's not even that difficult a thing to figure out. No. But the Armageddon beer is the symbol to say, have we given up? Yeah. And actually, isn't it such a good um, illustration of how you can catastrophize? Yeah. 
and you actually need something like and that there would have been as you say the mm. re- yeah i see how that works like the research yeah, it's yeah. just a it's like a symbol in the physical yeah world and then i was thinking what if someone just came in and drank that i'm kidding <laughs> And then I'm like, well, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Because it's symbol. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you just get another Armageddon beer and put yeah. a label on it. And it would like, still, you yeah. you haven't drunk in the yeah. Armageddon beer. So just as a way of thinking, like, uh, are things that bad? Yeah. No. Okay, well, let's figure it out. Yeah. Let's find that solution. Yeah. That's a good story, Pam. Yeah, it's a good story. I mean, I, did, I didn't make it up. I, well, and I didn't tell it for the yeah. first time. I just yeah, heard yeah. it today on the podcast. Yeah. But I thought, it made me think. So, yeah. So I just need to figure out what, what. What I'm going to do for my Armageddon beer. And also, I, mean, I, I don't... just copy them. Uh, you could. And have <clears throat> Armageddon beer. I don't know. You just wouldn't want to have anything that you like to drink. No. Would you want something you'd really like to drink? Like, that's it. You know, it's mm. like... Yeah, I think it has to be something that you would... Because you wouldn't just want to go, oh, I'll just yeah, replace it. Just before you're going to give up. You'd yeah, yeah. Something good. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. something shit. So <laughs> just could be a beer. Yeah. No Heineken. It's a symbol. Yeah. Symbols are important. Yeah, they are. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Awesome, Cam. I'm going to go and finish off my non-Armageddon beer. Well, that's a good idea. And uh, I might eat some of your uh, coats. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> that's beer for you. <laughs> Thanks, Cam. All right. Catch you next week.